Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. The Comic Bookies podcast is back for episode 121. Thank you so much for joining us live on YouTube and Twitch. Let's get this thing started. In sports this week, we we check in with the MLB post-All-Star break. NASCAR's on a huge break, but we still have a couple road courses coming up. And the Olympics is the talk of the town right now. So we get into it, what we've really enjoyed and what we don't really enjoy right now. Over on the comic book side, plenty of books to get into. We've had huge stacks over the last two weeks, so plenty to talk about that. Myself and Sean talk Loki, season finale, and beyond. Plenty of other news, and yes, I am bringing back a segment that everyone loves and you will enjoy. So let's sit back, relax, strap in, just like Jeff Bezos in his penis shuttle. This is the Comic Bookies Podcast. Let's get it, guys. And welcome back, everybody, to the Comboogies podcast. We took a, a a week off last week, and we'll get into that in a few seconds after we tell you who our sponsor is. Uh, Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California. Today, July 28th, 2021, is New Comic Book Day. So see Alex. He'll get you whatever you need, new and old, in the comic booking world, and he will start your addiction because sure as hell we have an addiction right now. Um but uh, yeah, fellas, it's been a couple weeks. Uh, let's kind of – I kind of want to – it's kind of on me. I'm the one who kind of brought it up. But uh, just to kind of recharge the batteries, you know, give us op- opportunity to spend you know, quality time with our families, with our kids and stuff. Sean, you got a little one on the way in December. Um, you know, I kind of brought up the idea of taking – every other week off, you know, I've, I start a new job, uh, next week and I'll be working around this time every other Wednesday. So I kind of said, Hey, you know, every other Wednesday, let's take a week off, recharge the battery. And then obviously when football season starts, we'll go ahead and, um, you know, change that schedule around, maybe record on a Tuesday or whatever. But, uh, thanks so much for sticking with us, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for all the countries. Uh, Mark, I'm sure you listened to last week. We, uh, gained like, uh, what, 10, 10 new countries in like a week, you know, to the comic bookie passport and I actually missed two. I texted you guys, but everyone you're hearing live now that, uh, within the last couple weeks, it was, uh, Jamaica and Trinidad and Tobago have also joined the comic bookies podcast. The Concacaf, I like that. Yeah, there <laughs> right. you go. So, <laughs> so th- thank you so much for the, uh, one person who's been downloading us from those two countries as well. But, uh, enough about me, um, fellas, how have you been over the last couple weeks? I miss your faces, man. It's crazy. It's, so long for one week but then again you know it's good to be back episode 121 we have mark back as well so man i'm just happy to see you guys bro i mean honestly i don't know if i want to do a full episode other than us just bullshit you know get our drinks and just talk and have fun today man like you said bro a lot of life stuff happening with us having kids and i mean first and foremost congratulate to you as well bro new job i personally could not be any more happier for uh someone who deserves it as much as you and yeah, bro, it's definitely a life-changing opportunity and a lot of good things to be happy about. And to the fans, what Mike said, obviously, that's doing uh, every other week for the time being. You know, it's just for the immediate future, but you're still going to get some great quality between the posts on social media, the YouTube information, and just the comic bookies being the comic bookies. So I definitely look forward to it, man. Definitely great to be back with you guys. Uh, congratulations. Man, Mark, it's been like a month for Mark. Jesus. Yeah, it has. But congratulations for holding down the fort without me. 
Uh, episode 120 was great with uh, Jack. I got to listen to it and everything as I was on vacation and whatnot. But yeah, uh, excited to be back. Uh, congratulations from your job. I know it's been a long time coming for that, Mike. And uh, there's a lot of jobs to be had out there right now in the country. A lot of people ain't trying to work, but this just ain't no regular job that uh, you landed. We know you've been wanting this. So uh, cheers to that, Brasi. And uh, yeah. Congratulations on, congratulations on your new gig, man. Thank Other you. than that, yeah, Olympics, uh, everything's been great. Books yeah. been catching up, man. Eleven today for my stack, <laughs> you as well. So, yeah, just, let's uh, uh, announce to everyone, Sean. You have a little bit of red wine. I'm gonna guess that's either like a two buck chuck or maybe like a Malbec from Kirkland. Uh, and this is that little, just that little salt and spice, baby. Oh, okay, nice. I have the. Uh, yeah. Hoptomic Double IPA. It's actually from Morgan Territory Brewing from down the street in Tracy, California. I was texting you guys about that. I'm like, I think I'm gonna have to go over there and uh and uh visit the brewery and see if they have like you know like a tap house or whatever and see if I can get some of that. Mark, what are you drinking, man? Looks delicious. Oh man, I'm just <laughs> uh I, I I stayed away from the alcohol today. I just went with a little uh seltzer water. If you guys can see that on uh, live, I like it. Yeah. A little okay. bit. It's infused, but let's just say it's not infused with alcohol. If you guys know, if you guys you know go. what I mean out there. So yeah, this the the sprinter from Team USA would again be suspended from the Olympics if she drank some of that. Haps Blue Ribbon <laughs> though. Who who would have known? Platts PBR. PBR. But you know, I think they just kind of they buy out the company. You know, they just put their name on it because they got the money. Because I see here it's. Uh, and this is a California product. I don't know if you can get this in every state or uh, country there, uh, TCB fans around the globe. But, yeah, it's uh, I think it's made by someone else. They just put their name on it. Can't see it right now. But delicious, like you said. All I think about when I think of PBR is Tres Gringos for the Sharks Oh, my game, God. What oh, a man, po- 10 dude. bucks? All the beer we can drink? Dude, oh God. that was a shit night, bro. Okay, Mark, let me tell you. Uh we First, tell the fans what Trace Gringos is, because not Trace everybody Gringos knows. Trace Gringos is a uh, is a bar slash they turn into like kind of like a nightclub-y thingy uh, in downtown San Jose. So we went there years ago when the Sharks were you know on their con- consistent run through the playoffs. And was this a playoff game or no? It was a playoff game. Yeah, so it was a playoff game, and they had a deal to where they had some you know pretty looking girl up in like some uh, lifeguard tower. She had a bunch of kegs of PBR beer, and you paid like 10 or 15 bucks and got a wristband. And from puck drop to all the way to final horn of the game, unlimited PBR beer. So we must have uh-huh. had about 12 to 15 cups of PBR. And I swear to God, that was one of the worst headaches I had the next yeah. day. Like, oh, yeah. like not even like I, I guess I was nauseous. I'm not even sure if I threw up, but like that that headache after that was unbearable. That's the only memory I have of PBR beer. I swear to God. Headache beer. It was so bad. You see the headaches. First, I don't know. Last memory. I don't know if I've ever had PBR. To tell you the truth, the actual beer. Not that yeah, I can remember. Yeah, not much. Don't worry. Yeah, don't go to <laughs> don't go to Trace Gringos if they're serving it there for a lot. So. Uh, but yeah, just uh, one more thing. I got my kitchen done, bro. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, this it's is beautiful. Finally, have all, it's been very like, impressed. Yeah, it was like they they quoted like two weeks, but it was like three and a half weeks of cooking off of a camper stove, sitting on top of two of my comic book boxes. Like it was not fun. And then my garage is in shambles with all the appliances and stuff. So it's definitely this weekend's definitely like a you know get everything back to normal and stuff and 
start to eat dinner at the kitchen table again and not at the, my, my daughter's Peppa Pig table. <laughs> Wise man once told me, you, when you got a house, you ain't never done, brother. Every weekend. Used Dude, like, to work with him. You know, I was yeah. younger, you know, in my 20s. Used to like every weekend, Friday would come around. You know, we're about to get off Friday afternoon. What are you about to do this weekend, man? Happy Friday, you know. Oh, you know, I got some like cut grass cut around the house, bro. I gotta like pull some weeds. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I, like every weekend, I, every, every Friday, I ask him the same damn thing, and just like, uh, you know, he would, I, he looked at me one Friday, and he was like, I'm like, what are you gonna? Do? I'm like, I was like, bro, do you always do something around your damn house? And he looked at me, he said, you don't have a house, do you? I'm like, no, nah, I don't own one. He was like exactly he's like just wait he's like you ain't never done brother it's every damn weekend yeah dude and you guys see my tree so during the fall it's even worse Mm -hmm. with all them damn leaves i mean cleaning gutters and and shoot like just tonight we're like cooking dinner finally on our uh in our oven finally uh, enjoying the the new kitchen everything and me and what are me and my wife talking about oh so when are we gonna uh redo the the master bathroom you know it's like Jesus, it but then again, it, but then again, it coincides with what we see with these uh, house prices. You know, with the comps of other houses being sold in the area, you can see what you can really get just based on comps. We're gaining hundreds of thousands of dollars in equity, and then when they come and do the appraisal, they're going to see that we redid the kitchen. You know, it comes with available solar. You know, we redid the side yard. You know, all, all these upgrades, dude. It's kind of and fun. Like, and I think the used, the used house market is going by quick, too, because I think uh, manufacturers like KB Homes and Lennar and all these other companies that are producing these new houses, they're seeing how expensive it is to, like, supply all the stuff that they need. The wood, lumber has been going up, although it has oh, came yeah. down. But, you know, all all of the Inflation's commodities insane. that they need, inflation's killing it. And then, you know, I think there's going to be bid wars for, like, used houses on the markets because – they're going to probably just still be a little bit cheaper than these new ones. It's just everything's just so damn expensive right now. It's crazy. Like, I don't see like houses stopping for a while, but man, it's just uh, California. We know how bad it is over here. It's yeah. Crazy. I, I mean, I, I really didn't realize that we had a, a meeting with, you know, some of my uppers at my current job today. And they were and the owner of the company was talking about the chip shortage. You know, like car manufacturers are ceasing to. Uh, make cars right now just because of the ship uh, chip shortage. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how many chips really went into the uh, to the vehicle. It's like tens of thousands. thousands and like he said, like and, and he says like uh, buses and stuff are like damn near half a million chips. I was like, dude, what? Where? You know, like all these, you need like 30 uh, microchips for like just one sensor. Like Sean, like the side of your car has like the sensor. Where like it, mm-hmm. like just that one needs X amount of chips. Then the Cameras, engine's got thousands and thousands. Of, it's, it's, like, it's crazy. Yeah. He goes, it's usually when you have a problem with your car, it's usually something with those. It's usually not something with the actual running of your vehicle. You know, it's usually okay. It's usually something, you know, like in the chip. So it's, that's pretty that's crazy. That's why cars are so expensive these days because of the technology. Oh. Oh my god, dude! My wife was planning a, a trip to Colorado to visit her cousin. She just had a baby, and uh, the flight was like pretty cheap, like Expedia or something. Had a flight from uh, San Jose to Denver, and it was like two sixty, two seventy five, like round trip. And then we come to the grand total, and it's like almost nine hundred dollars because just to rent the car was like seven hundred and fifty bucks. What? For the cheapest, for the cheapest one too. The cheapest one, it was like a damn Fiesta or a Leaf or one of those like you know death traps. Like it was crazy. And a year ago, you couldn't even. I mean, all they were all parked in parking lots. No one want, no one could use them. 
Yeah, that's insane. Um, but yeah, hope uh, everyone's been doing well. Um, we've all been doing well. It seems like uh, we're on the mend and starting new jobs, just new journeys in life. And it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, things are looking up. So check us out every other week until the football season starts. I'm going to, I'm going to assume right around the end of August, early September, when college starts, we'll get back to it. Um, every other week you'll see us on either Tuesdays or Wednesdays. That's probably the rough estimate on what our schedule is going to look like. So speaking of sports, let's get into it, fellas. Let's get into a little bit of a major league baseball. We got a few sports to hit. Um, uh, the all-star game was pretty fun. Actually, I, I actually enjoyed the home run derby, especially my, you know, my hometown A's, the, uh, Matt Olson was eliminated in the first round. I love, I love seeing that, you know, don't ruin your swing. Like, like, you know, just get out of there. It was a good, actually a, a good ma- matchup. Joe, what's up comic bookies. What's up, Joe? Nice to see you in the chat. Nice to see uh, you. Yeah, Thank you for joining us. So yeah, so major league baseball. So we have the giants, I believe still have the best record in the league. They're holding uh tight to a, uh, three game lead over the Los Angeles Dodgers. They're currently losing eight to zero. So that's likely to go down to two games. Uh, the A's won against the Padres today. I think they're damn. I think it coming into today, they were back down six games. They've had a rough, uh, they've had a rough month. Mm -hmm. Let's just say. Let's just say if July has been rough to them. They had a rough stretch against uh, Texas teams and Houston and Tech and Texas Rangers. And then they think they got swept in Seattle or, or they, they lost two out of three, three out of four or so. Um, Seattle's only two games behind them also, which that's is what crazy. I'm saying. Exactly. So, yeah, the Giants looking uh, – they have a 630 winning percentage. That's tops in the league right above the Houston Astros and the Boston Red Sox, actually. 23 games over 500. Uh, the Mets have a four-game lead in the East – the Brewers seven game lead over the Reds. Nice Cincinnati. It's, it's good to see those teams up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the giants and Dodgers and Padres all within six games of each other. And, um, yeah. So what do you guys think about the season, uh, going forward? I'm sure Mark, you have pulled up some futures. Yeah, I got uh, some futures. I got, um, I, you know, like the giants I heard today that they've been underdogs to the, to the Dodgers every single game they've played, which is crazy. Cause I, they've yeah. had a better record. They've been, you know, record-wise, they've been the better team, but just uh, people yeah. just aren't holding up off the Dodgers really here as a two-to-one favorite to win the NL and pretty much a four-and-a-half, five-to-one favorite to win the World Series. So Jeez. that Dodger money, that L.A. money, about three hours away on vehicle from L.A. to Vegas, you know, that money comes trickling into L.A. teams. It's usually an L.A. town around there until uh, they keep getting their more their sports teams up, you know, but – yeah, Houston Astros also, they're, like you said, up six games. Uh, there's been trades made. If you guys have paid attention, Joey right. Gallo today going to New York. Uh, that hasn't moved their odds. I still think they're, uh, they were, what, 25 to 1, but I saw lower than that. These are some offsite odds that I'm getting right here. I think in Vegas, it's a little bit different. Obviously, on the East Coast, it'll be even different, but. Uh, what did Starling Marte get for the A's? <laughs> did he move our move our ticker? Uh, I wouldn't say no. Uh, probably not. A's are twenty to one now. What were they earlier? Were they like around sixteen, fourteen? Yeah, they're in the teens. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they're unfortunately ticking up a little bit, so but I mean the Giants because the Giants were like twenty still. They were so now where are they at? Single digits, nine to one. Oh, dude. So like last month when we did the we did yeah. that. Hopefully and I'm sure somebody got that number. Who they want to pick up, right? Go ahead, Sean. Yeah, man. I mean, the way we're playing right now, I think we're obviously playing good baseball collectively. I mean, 63 wins. But, I mean, to what Mark said, you know, there's a reason why the Dodgers are still favorite 
every game. Like, you know, it's still hard to believe the Giants have the best record. This goes to the beginning of the season. We thought they'd maybe come in last place. They might be 500 by the time the season ends. But we, with as good as they're doing, you see where they need help. They need certain pitching. You kind of just need that one more bat. So, you know, we're hearing the rumors of Scherzer. I mean, I would take that guy in a heartbeat. And Chris Bryant, you know, the Cubs are in fourth place, ten and a half out, so they're probably going to start cleaning house. I mean, we were even in on a Marte, so I mean, that would have been a good pickup. At this point, we just got to think solidify, get it, get I'm that hearing, Pat Burrell that we had. Yeah, you know? I'm hearing, I mean, I'm hearing Trevor Story as well. Who would you want, Chris Bryant or Trevor Story? Because actually, from the numbers, Story's not having that good of an offensive year, and he's missing throws. I hear from the from the broadcast booth or whatever they're talking about. He's actually missing a lot of throws from shortstop this year. Well, they're already saying that they want to move him to center field if he gets traded to like a Yankees uh, or some type of team. So I think they're already trying to transition him out of uh, shortstop. I mean, I would probably go Chris Bryant because he's a little bit younger. And I mean, he's a good baseball player, obviously. But with those guys, too, I just need to know what the draft capital is, what we're going to have to give up, what in the farm system we got to give up. You know, when we won those World Series, you know, it wasn't us going getting that monster bat. We got the right bat. We got the right player. And if we can do that, find somebody. I don't, I don't have a name off the top of my head right now. I would prefer that. But then again, it's true. You get a Scherzer. You just get a dominant. That guy's going to be a damn near quality start every time. And at this point, you know, you're three games, going to be two games up after tonight's game. And you get the Padres, bro. Like, they're right around the corner. Like, they're not too far behind us, too. It's probably the best division in baseball right now. So, it's, I mean. It's 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 pretty crazy how, the, how well the Giants are doing right now. You know, like, it, they look like the same formula as – 10 12 and 14 yeah and just imagine what they're doing now they have the the good pitching great defense timely hitting and everything they're scoring runs shoot they have 121 uh, run differential right now but then scherzer just imagine now you have this team right now and now you go ahead and give me 2014 mad bum <laughs> like what the hell that's and i think adding to what you just said too i mean i think you know accusations to what we would get is Crawford. He's been hurt when he comes back. Longoria, he's been hurt for over a month and a half when he comes back. It's almost a transaction in itself getting these bats back. Brandon Belt, he's another player who's been out. Like, these are all starters who they're a key part into being why we are how we are. So, I mean, I think getting those players back might be able to kind of like, okay, who do we really need? But it's, it's a tough time right now. It's kind of at that point where it's like you got to make a move and we'll see, bro. We'll see. Hey, Mark, I, Mark, I got a question for you. They're uh, one game over 500. They're eight and a half out of the central. Where are my Cleveland generals at odds wise? I want to put in a nice little bet on that. My Cleveland generals. Yeah. La Russa's got the White Sox playing pretty good over there. They man. are eight. hitting the piss out of the ball, dude. And every Bro, other team White in that Sox division is a nice. negative on the run differential. Differential. Team. And they're plus 115. Nice. Yeah. They're, yeah. So, like, they. <laughs> and they got they, Lance Land, best ERA in baseball. Jesus, yeah. sub two. I, mean, I was kind of surprised that the A's got past them in the wild card round last year. So, this year with division winners, they're going to get a series at home now. Or, yeah, yeah, it's looking like they're going to get a series at home. They're, you know, 588. They're third best in the AL. So, yeah, it's, um, Looking really good for the White Sox. Astros and Red Sox, interesting to see how the the Rays are going to pan out. I mean, right now, I think if the season ended right now, I think the A's would be playing the Rays in the wild card. I've seen the A's were like a half or a game up in the wild card, right? Yeah, they have a 553 winning percentage. 
and 588 is the Rays. So the Rays would get home field advantage in a wild card three game series. If the season ended today, your big money spender New York Yankees would be out of the playoffs. Out of the playoffs, man. Well, Six games over 500. But, and you think about it, the Guardians being a team that pretty much played <laughs> in the. So they played. I mean. They played in the World Series a couple of years ago, did they not? That's they when they did. lost uh, to the Cubs, I believe, right? Game, game seven, yeah. It's to the Cubs. So, I mean, they're sitting here at about like 60 to 1 odds, which is a which is far-fetched. But, I mean, you go woke, you go broke. Exactly. <laughs> but another team that I want to talk about real quick is who would have thought I, – I mean, 10, 10 and a half games behind in the East in the AL, I would have thought – that these Blue Jays would have been a little bit more competitive, taking yeah. our Marcus Simeon away from us and shortstop, you know, picking up George Springer and as the center fielder out there from Houston. Obviously, we know you love to say it, Mike Guerrero. You love those numbers. He's hitting the piss out of the ball. And uh, man, with that, uh, they got a pretty good like little lineup. But uh, I just don't know if a it's lot of close games, though, man. It's a lot of close games. You look at their runs against, it's only 415 runs, and you're seeing some teams up in the high 500s, mid 500s, and you know, they've scored 500 runs. They're in the top five in runs scored in baseball, so they're just getting a lot of those oh shit losses, man. A couple of one and two run games, and, uh, and that's a tough one right there, man. Always in that division also, you know. If they, 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 I mean, when they're, when they're pretty good, they play competitively, but man, uh, Red Sox really uh, turning it up, I guess. What's the Red Sox? They're eight to one right now. A little bit better odds in the Giants as well. So, uh, yeah, we'll see in the East. Just kind of disappointed with the Blue Jays. Yeah, it's true because it's not like their, you know, their team ERA is 12th best in the league. So it's not like they're, you know, they're not pitching. They're, well, they're, they have over 500 runs. They're giving up a lot of runs, but I mean, the ERA is still, you know, what? just over four. One thing I will give them credit to is I believe they're not playing at home, if I'm not mistaken. Buffalo. Right? They're Buffalo. playing in Buffalo, so they're not in the confines of Rogers Center or whatever the hell they play at. Uh, I forgot what it's called, that dome over there. I'm surprised you're. I'm surprised you're saying that. You're you're one to always say, you know, you're a professional, do your job no matter what. You know, you think that makes that much of a difference? I mean, a whole season away from like your hometown, I'd say could add to it. Probably yeah. not ten and a half games behind worth with the talent that I feel like they have acquired. But hey, it they're is still what young, it is. though. Like like they're Sean said, it's close team. games. Yeah, they're, they're just unfortunate. Young team, they're unfortunately, bro. yeah, they're unfortunately in a division where you have two of the biggest spenders in the league, and then Tampa Bay, who is who have pretty much perfected what the A's have tried to do. You know, they're actually being you coming successful with such the low have. payroll. So Arizona is horrendous. Jesus. Oh my God. 32 and 71, 32 and a half games back. They pick up mad. And uh, <sighs> yeah, unfortunately it's horrible. They're a bunch of, they're a bunch of, bunch of mad bums. <laughs> um, Anyway, so so we'll get back into baseball maybe next month. Uh, but yeah, so let's uh, check in on NASCAR real quick. Um, who won the last race? Kurt Busch was in the last race. Come on, double A, baby. Oh, that's right. Eric Almarola. Hell yeah. So we get another Amarola. another different winner. So that was pretty cool. And now uh, if you're listening to this right now, we have a, an Olympic break for NASCAR. So we have two weeks off and then we have Watkins Glen next week. And then the Indianapolis uh, Brickyard 400 is now changed into an, uh, a road course. So we have two road courses in a row. Only a handful of races left, I believe, until the playoffs. Uh, I'm not sure what's after Indianapolis, but I know that Daytona. 
the uh, summer fall race that is the last race until the playoffs start. So, I mean, I'm not really. You guys even want to, you know, mention anything like Watkins Glen? Is it is, is it Chase Elliott? You know, <laughs> he's two in a row, right? Two in a yeah. row. Yeah, and they didn't race there last year, so it we'll probably would have been a year off. So, I mean, we'll see. Um, uh, it's going to be interesting to see, like, Larson, you know, because he did so good at Coda, you know, and he was doing well at the Daytona road course until he, you know, had crashed late in the race. But uh, I think it could be a, um, you know, uh, a race between those two. We'll oh, see. They got that little. They got that little ding for the uh for the engines. They were the like engines. swapping some engines or something. Yeah. yeah. Lost a bunch of like you owner points. You I think. Trying. Hey. <laughs> Everyone's system, cheating. right? <laughs> but yeah, I think I don't know, man. I told you about that bug ever since Larson had that horrible faith. Yeah, in, yeah, uh, yeah. In, in Pocono. Pocono. Yeah, you're, you're I right. I told you. I've been around this sport for many years. You do so good. Once that bug bites you, it takes you a little bit back to get back on the tracks. You're a little well, bit wild to get back on the tracks. Yeah. But I, I mean, I would have argued with you if, you know, because if you would have said that the next day, he finished second place the next day, you know, uh, yeah. when, when they did the whole, you know, race to f- see who could last with longer gas. on gas, you know, and everything. But yeah, you're right. Hey, but you know, if you ain't thereafter, first, you're ain't, if you ain't first, you're what, you're Mike? Last. Ain't it first, is, you're baby. last, buddy. So, uh, but uh, I can see, I think Penske's going to be decent at uh, Watkins Glen. They usually are with uh, Kislowski. Oh, yeah, and the huge news with Kislowski. I don't know. No, you guys have not covered no, it, right? We didn't. Yeah, going, going to Roush yeah, Fenway, man. Going to Roush Fenway, ladies and gentlemen, part ownership. Don't know how much is, but I hope they don't change the name to Fenway, Roush, Kozlowski, Brad, and Tom, and uh, and uh, whatever. What's his uh, cat in the hat and whatever. It's just a crazy name. But, yeah, congratulations to him. I knew it was coming. It's been a long time in the making with all these one-deal or one-year deals he's been signing with Penske. He gets to go over there, be part owner, driver. Last person to do it was Tony Stewart when he came up with Gene Haas and started his own team. We knew how they did in the beginning and how they did last year, especially with nine wins for Harvick and how they did last week with uh, with uh, AA. Eric Almarola actually winning the organization's yeah, first win. First win for the organization this year. And who would have thought it would have came from Eric Almarola and Smith for your forward. You know what I mean? But, uh, I yeah, mean, congrats. Had, that is pretty crazy because they had they got a win from Cole Custer last year and then, what, like eight wins from Kevin Harvick. So, I yeah, thought it was what, nine from Harvick, no? I think, uh, so didn't Harvick get for like some reason, eight or nine for sure. Because yeah, I think he got nine and Hamlin got six. I think it was 15 okay, between okay. just those two drivers. For some reason, I'm uh, thinking 14. I thought it was eight and eight and six. Okay, you might be right, though. Okay, cool, yeah. So, yeah, so last couple weeks he had Chase Elliott winning at Road America, Kurt Busch getting in at Atlanta. So mm-hmm. the last two races you have uh, first-time winners of the season. So you have two – I think we have – we're up to Three what? spots 12, left? 12, 13, yeah, we have – I think we have three spots left. It would have it would I think it would have to be pretty much all of the remaining races. Harvick, Hamlin. Harvick, Hamlin, and maybe like a I don't know. Yeah. Uh Chastain, maybe even just (laughs) Chastain's been competitive. Yeah, he's been pretty competitive in a couple of uh come on, Dale. Come on, Dale, you gotta get there. So exactly. Do it for the people. Yeah, do it for do it. (laughs) He went for Mexico, by the way. Under 23s advancing in the world in the Olympics. They're good. 
I got and, a couple guys at work with uh, yeah, really talking about the team. They're good. And they're in the semis for the Copa Oro. Yeah, that's right. So both Mexican squads advancing in their in their uh, in their respective uh, tournaments right now. So before we go before we hit the Olympics, uh, yes, correct. So we have Watkins Glen, Indianapolis Road Course, and then Michigan, and to round out the month of August, uh, Daytona. So we have four more races until the playoffs start. So uh, three out of the next four races need to be – or actually, if you want to have that situation where we talked about it, if there's 13 different winners and we want 17, we have to have four different winners that haven't won yet in these next four races to have like a Michael McDowell or a Christopher Bell or someone who's got lower on the points but have won a race not make the playoffs. So to get that situation, that scenario, we have to get Watkins Glen, Indianapolis Road Course, Michigan, and Daytona have to be four different winners who have not even won yet this season. So don't think Daytona's that's going to happen. Daytona's the oval, right? They're not. They're not doing the the roval Daytona's again. Daytona's the I, oval. Da- Daytona's the oval. Yes. Fine. Yes. Yes. I'm I'm ready for a super speedway race. It feels like it's super, been too long. I was long. just gonna say that I love <laughs> super speedways, man. All gas, no brakes, baby. Yeah, Hell baby. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah baby so let's get into it man let's get into some olympics so it's like once every four years we get to talk about this we can't pass this up uh tokyo uh there's been a lot of you know headlines you know good negative you know kind of eye-opening um unfortunately like right before the game started you know they announced that no fans were then going to be allowed in the stadium so it kind of sucks that no family or friends of these athletes those, those huge skate parks that look like they're probably just built yeah. for that event all yeah. those seats you i know, mean the volleyball yeah. arena you have, and all you have tons of polls and tons of news stories coming out uh, out of japan's media that the people of japan people of tokyo specifically are pissed off as hell that this is costing them billions and billions of dollars now, now, I'm guessing every time that they have an Olympics, it costs them a lot of money and infrastructure and, you know, just housing and everything, you know. Um, but now not even be able to not being able to charge people for travel and for hotel and for tickets to these events, they're losing a shit ton of money, guys. Um, but I mean, b- besides the negative, I like to focus on the positive usually. Uh, usually. Let me I'm, I'm a Raiders fan. I say usually. <laughs> to salt. Um, but yeah, so. What have you guys liked so far? What have you guys disliked so far about the games? Oh. I mean, it's 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 been surprisingly good for me because I usually don't care about the Olympics. But man, some of these individual oh, sports I hate really that you kidding. say that. I hate God. that you say that. What do you uh, hate? Any what do you hate event? more? What do you hate more that I think that Fourth of July is an overrated holiday, or that oh, I don't Fourth really of July for sure, for sure. <laughs> but that yeah. that does also tie in with the Olympics, because going back to the whole that's patriotic true. thing, that's the one thing that I do love about the Olympics. It's like you go there for your country. You know what I, I mean? Agree. I think Port- I think Portugal had like three three competitors in the Olympics, and it's just like so cool to just see countries like. Oh, might even be a couple more than that. Yeah, I think so. Uh, for sure. But yeah, there might have was it maybe there was more than three. I could have yeah. sworn it was three, but maybe there was like ten or eleven or something. But I mean, let's be honest. Every time there's some countries that you, me, and I never, you know, me, you, and Sean never heard of, you know, and it's cool to just see like <laughs> even if it's one competitor, I think it's awesome to just see like every four years they can all convene in this one area and we just have Pretty much like these sports that we hardly ever get to watch on a daily basis uh, for two straight weeks, day and night. And uh, I love how the footage, NBC, uh, Tariko, everybody around. I mean, it's hard 
you know, with the circumstances that they've been dealt this year. Obviously, Mike said every four years it's been five dealing with all this uh, COVID and variant stuff. But the hardest thing, you know, looking at trying to figure out what's on what channel, what's on TV and what's on CNBC and USA Network and whatnot. But other than that, bro, it has been it's been a treat. Honestly, I don't know your guys' thoughts. Um, first of all, uh, 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 first of all, uh, Joe, I'm so sorry. I was looking up stats for NASCAR. I didn't catch your comment. Uh, but yes, I still think that the A's are still the 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 farm team of the Major League Baseball. As you'll see, you're going to need to find out if uh, Jose Lozardo, who we traded for Starley Marte today, if he's going to be like the next Cy Young Award winner. But um, uh, uh, yeah, we they they make moves. They give all these prospects away and that they think that they won't be able to afford in the, you know, in the coming years when they win all these awards and stuff. And, um, they haven't won a world series since 1989. So, I mean, it's until they prove me wrong, I'm going to think that they, and they also, got a movie made after them though, baby. Yeah. What, what, how much <laughs> money did they make off of that? I don't think any, right. um, anyways. And Joe also says, guys, we have to start watching some softball because apparently Mexico has some baddies. <laughs> That's from Joe. <laughs> I see you, Joe. I can look up the roster maybe, but I do believe that <laughs> I think one of the players I was watching the game, uh, I think one of the players is from like Calif- Central California or somewhere around here. I think, you know, obviously they there's probably so many players that probably can't cut it for like the U.S. team, but they're good enough to play for Mexico. I don't know how I mean, I don't know how big softball is in Mexico. Man. But I know yeah, it's pretty damn big here. So yeah, and actually, there's one um uh one girl who goes to our CrossFit gym in Livermore. Uh, she's a member of Team Mexico for soccer. So yeah, she used to play. She used to play professionally, and I th- believe in Iceland. And I think now she's back here in either the United States or in Mexico playing in one of their club teams. And she's a, a member of Team Mexico for women's soccer. And she, I, I've seen her for a few classes over the last couple of years. But, yeah, for, I, the, the name escapes me. I forgot her name. But, yeah, that's pretty cool. So what, what have I you got? Well, go ahead, Sean. What have you liked, man? Sports, whatever. Uh, I think we could just all agree, bro, we can get a new respect every time the Olympics comes around because these sports, man, it's true. We don't even think of fencing. We don't think of like women and guys volleyball, which the comic bookies have loved. Thompson. Volleyball. And <laughs> there had to be a Thompson reference. But you know what? Like just between that, between the rowing that you brought up, Mark, uh, the fencing, like these are Olympic events that like it's true. I, it doesn't cross my mind one time during a year. But when the Olympics comes around, I don't know what it is. You kind of just gravitate to it. I think between the patriotic aspect of it that Mark brought up, all these countries, like it's just a pure I'm just trying to represent my country to the best of our abilities. Like this is the best of the best in the world. So, I mean, I don't know. You can't help but respect the athletes. And, like, whatever's on, it's not like, oh, this is dumb. Like, you can't help but kind of, like, watch it for a little bit and just think, like, damn. I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's been just special. Not having it last year and it's back on this year. It's it's cool, man. Well, it, it, especially since USA is so good usually every time. You know, they're usually in the that top three in, like, total medals. Bit. You know? Like, Katie Ledecky, she had place. Yeah, I mean, like Katie Ledecky, she had like her worst performance ever, uh, and then she turns around and swims like over a mile or two or whatever in the 1500 meter uh, race, and then she wins another gold. You know, um, even with uh, Simone Biles dropping out of the uh, team and individual, she kind of 
um, you know, she's doing it for herself, but like her team and other, and she won't be winning any medals, you know, like, so there's another one now granted team USA still won silver for the, for the team, but like those things have happened and we're still like tops in like the total medal count. Like it's, it's just crazy. That's what that's at the end of the day. That's what also brings me into it is like, uh, Olympics. I don't care. The thing about the Olympics is I'm going to go ahead and say it. Um, the, the, the Olympics, it starts off of me not liking it because of the opening ceremonies. It's really cool. I'm not going to dog it too much, but it's, it's really cool to see how the culture, I mean, at, us as Americans, we don't really have a culture, you know, but just to see like an all thousands of years old culture in Japan yeah. or in, uh, England or in Greece or Brazil or whatever, it's really cool to see the dances and everything. But why does it have to take five freaking hours? And then to announce every team, like it just it, it, at that point, it's just too damn much. And and my wife, she likes to, you know, to watch it all. That's, all why, that's why they play it so many damn times throughout. Like, I think the first yeah. two days, there's one channel just replaying the whole opening all ceremony. Day. You Replay. watch one hour here, another hour there. But I, I get what you're saying. It's a little bit excessive and they spend all this money. But, you know, it's uh, I mean, it's the Olympics, bro. It's the biggest I will games. say this. I want to bring up to you guys is I was looking at uh at one of the events, the skateboarding. That I don't know if it was a Chinese or Japanese 13 year old one and a Brazilian 13 year old who got second place. And I will say this: You're trying to tell me you can't find a better skateboarder than these 13 year olds in your country? I mean, I'm not dogging it at all. I mean, hey, I actually respect it. That's awesome. But I guess there's also that to me, kind of like that. Damn, like. Are they really that 13 years old? Come I mean, on now, man. Yeah, really think about that. 13. Yeah. That's like saying like you it makes you think like ain't no 13 year old going to beat me in any sport. Come on now. But that makes you like, eh, I don't know, man. Yeah. I mean, the 13 year old from Brazil, I think she was the one that I think Tony Hawk or someone like shared a video of her doing like some kickflip when she was like five or six and now fast forward she's an olympic uh gold medalist or whatever over a medal yeah yeah pretty crazy so but um, they they um the thing with that is i saw like in the men's competition like one of the americans i was supposed to like be really good i can't remember his name right now but the problem with them is i mean people like they wouldn't do their first trick, but then they tried doing the same trick. They wanted to keep doing their hardest trick, and then you miss it like three times in a row. You're basically like giving the advantage. The other person just has to go over there and land like just three ollies, and they win. If you you know if they if you lose if you fall and like obviously miss every trick, but um with, with them being so young, I mean I was gonna say the Seattle Sounders ran out like a 15 year old in a game the other day. I mean, okay. mm-hmm. that's pretty crazy. I don't know if they lost a player or whatever to the national team in the Copa Oro that's going on right now. But, I, man, how much younger are they going to get? 13-year-olds, 12-year-olds? I mean, pretty soon it's going to be like what when Messi got signed at Barcelona. Hey, Tang, you double digits, you're playing, Messi. Hey, <laughs> know, youngest right? athlete, youngest athlete at the Olympics right now is a 12-year-old ping pong player. Jeez. And 12 then, years and old. And then the oldest is some is some lady who her first Olympics was in the Atlanta Games in 1996. The gymnast? And she's like 46 years old. The gymnast. 46. I Crazy. saw her. 
that was she's pretty like cool, from though. she's like from what Uzbekistan or something or one of those, one of the, uh, yeah. those countries. I, I think she did she just win her first medal too out of all those Olympics. Oh, I don't know. I know she won I when so. I want to say maybe she won. I hope a, so. Dude. I hope so. I hope, That'd be a great I hope she's story. won one since Atlanta. <laughs> well, I mean, but if she's not, then it makes it even you yeah. know more worthwhile. Like you'd think that Atlanta and uh, London and Brazil and all, all those other games in, in Greece that you'd think that. If she hadn't won all those games, she'd quit by now. But she hasn't quit. And if she won one now, that would make it the you know just like my new job makes the wait all much that worthwhile, you know. The secret. Hey, I will say this, man. I mean, it was I think so dope to see the Philippines win their first ever gold medal. <laughs> like, there it is. First ever in weightlifting. First ever in weightlifting in the sea. Obviously, between the joy, obviously of the participant who won and actually looked down the history i'm talking back to like the 1930s and earlier no one's ever won a gold medal and they only have a handful of bronze and silver so big ups man that's crazy and the government gifted her a house and equivalent of like six hundred thousand u.s dollars that's pretty cool and there's also there was also a filipino skater like she, a little, she like a thirteen-year-old chick from the Philippines, also oh, or nice. fourteen or something like there that. There was a Filipino skater, and there was a, a Filipino American who actually represented USA, who won gold in fencing. Oh, oh really? So it was, it was cool. a Team USA, but she was actually the first Filipino American to win, I think, a gold medal. I enjoy, I enjoy the archery. I don't know about you guys. That's been pretty. That was pretty yeah. cool. Um, I'm, just wait, I'm just waiting for one person to come out and like in the in the green dress like Merida wears in in Brave. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> the flowing I mean, I red love, locks. <laughs> I love to see guys in speedo. So the synchronized diving, it don't get much better than that, you know. So. Uh, Oh, sorry. Wait, but in all seriousness, think about that. Think about that damn synchronized diming. Like how much you got to practice with like your buddy, your partner, like right next to you for like hours and Damn, hours. And, like, you would think you'd get like so sick of that damn person. Like, yeah, you get, get more secret. Like it's like damn near perfect how they do it. You know, it's pretty cool watching how on point they are. But and like uh, just like one millisecond off is like the difference between first and like fifth, you know, like meddling and not meddling. It's pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, but uh, Jordan Thompson, women's uh, volleyball team, just dominant. Uh, the men, I think the men's uh, took care of who were they Tunisia? playing? Tunisia. Tunisia. Yeah, I was watching them today. Uh, beach volleyball, cycling. Women's um, water polo lost yesterday to Hungary by like one point. Uh, it, that was a great they game. They weren't hungry. They weren't hungry. That enough. was through them in China and them in Hungary played a great game. They slaughtered <laughs> uh, Japan. But I've watched a little bit more of women water polo than I care to admit. But games have been competitive, man. What can I say? You've watched more water polo than since when you used to go by the pool at the high school and peek through the fence and watch that. <laughs> you have to give water polo some respect. You have to. You're oh, treading they, water. They, water they, they beat the hell time. out of each other underwater. It's crazy. You're swimming. You're treading water, dude. That shit's got to be sorry. That's got to be so damn tiring. I, I I just look at them and I get tired. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, but but uh, the countdown one down the days. What? Go ahead. I want to mention one thing that I about the Olympics that I think is pretty cool though. But go okay, ahead. But- I was gonna say the one thing that I do like about the Olympics is most of these sports they come like from 
the colleges that, you know, the sport, not that footballs, not the basketballs, the baseballs, but these are the sports that are always behind the scenes that us, us in the Bay Area have great teams when it comes to soccer, rowing, you know, Stanford, Cal. They, I mean, they're damn good in a lot of these sports that go unseen, you know, behind the scenes because football and basketball take the whole spotlight and whatnot. But I like to say, like, congratulations and like the effort that all of these, you know, college players put in or college athletes put in to, you know, make it to this because it's mainly like college athletes, really, at least Americans, right? Well, I mean, especially this year since they've all, you know, but Sean, sorry. Especially the athlete in the front of the rowboat. Go this way. Go that way. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, especially this year, you know, they're, it's a different year, even though, they're able to perform this year and, and compete for their country and for for these medals and stuff. It's still a different year. They're kind of isolated and by themselves. You know, it's still, a, a, you know, so for them to, you know, put that aside and perform at that level still, it's amazing. So a uh, quick shout out to uh, a local guy. He's actually from Tennessee, I think him and his wife are. But um, uh, Wes Kitts on the 3rd, I believe, of August is uh, competing in the weightlifting uh, his wife, uh, Kendall goes to our CrossFit gym in Livermore. So, uh, shout out to Wes, uh, do Let's good, go do, do your Let's country say, proud. Baby. And speaking of CrossFit, the CrossFit games start, I believe tomorrow. So for all of you CrossFitters out there, enjoy those games. There's a bunch of different channels. I think it's on YouTube tomorrow over the weekend. It's on like CBS or CBS sports. So yeah, you can definitely catch them this year. It's not one of those things where you have to wait until the replay is on. So, uh, so yeah, anything else from the Olympics fellas? Hey, yes. can't wait I mean, to these next couple of events, man. I can't wait to the weightlifting that you mentioned and, of course, all the track events. Uh, yeah, man, definitely got a lot of stuff that hasn't even started yet. So we have a lot to still talk about, I'm sure, in a couple of weeks. Once the Olympics are over, we'll be able to hopefully keep this lead and win this lead in the medal count. And get I was just going to say man. that. Let's give some medal counts out because we know that. Uh, the medal counts. Well, we're worldwide here, run, baby. So there's USA, countries that got medals that listen to us, Dan. There's gold USA countries that listen to TCB. is TCD. at 36 total medals, USA. China is at 29, and we have Russia at 25. In terms of gold, USA is at 13, and China is now at 14 gold. And okay. Japan is at uh, 13 gold. And a little uh, something that caught my eye was the Aussies, Australia, has 10 bronze medals. And Italy has seven silver medals. So a couple of those countries that, you know. Italy is uh, doing good. Yeah. Uh, you know, Australia, I mean. Aussies, yeah. 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 yeah, they're going to get a bunch of those swimming medals because Titmus, uh, she's the one who, like, beat Ledecky. Like, she's dominating in swimming right now. She's really, really good. They have that coach who's, like, going freaking crazy every time they win. Uh, Joe just asked, didn't Jamaica just break a record in track today? I have no idea. No, there hasn't been track yet. Yeah, there hasn't been any track events yet. I don't know. Joe, you're too fast for us. He's thinking of Usain Bolt. He's he's thinking Bolt came back in uh, Mr. Flash, the fastest man alive. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, but there has been no track yet, Joe. Yeah. What's, what was funny is is that um, when they were announcing that, that's how I kind of stayed 
entertained during them announcing all those countries. They're like, oh, yeah, Hungary. And I was like, oh, TCB Passport. And now the country of Morocco. Yeah, TCB Passport, baby. Like all the countries that I knew that downloaded us. I was like, yeah, there you go. Uh, so it was pretty cool. I would think Spain would have a little bit more, but – uh, yeah, I'd be surprised, bro. Like it's pretty actually there's a good number of countries in like the teens and obviously the you know yeah. small twenties, but you know, right now the top of the food chain is still leading. I mean, women's basketball is gonna probably get us another gold. They haven't lost in, like fifty something straight games. Not I mean, too sure about the men, the way they're playing. <laughs> yeah. And Does then it you seem have like it's US China usually in the medal count. And Russia. And Russia always. Jeez, that's pretty. Story, stories gets you far, Russia. Like I said, like I don't understand how. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, China won in weightlifting gold. Yeah, bro. Chinese Some of their sumos? gentlemen are, dude. They're strong, Jeez. bro. Yeah. Horsepower. Yeah. yeah. I was and like, America is gonna win, and dang, you know, or actually, the, what are those countries that always win? Like Polish, Hungarians, you know, those world strongest Europeans. men. Like I wouldn't, yeah. have, Croatia, I wouldn't have thought it would have came out of China. You yeah, know, but, and then you have those countries like Iceland, Norway, that only have like thirty something uh, athletes in summer, but then come the winter time, it's like two, three hundred athletes. So damn cold. Yeah. <laughs> That's their specialty. But, uh, but that's it for the Olympics. That's it for the sports side. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, uh, go uh, to the baño and grab another drink. But this has been the Comic Boogies podcast. Uh, stay tuned for the second half of the podcast sports – sports, I'm sorry, comics and entertainment. So we'll see you in a GIF. BRB. BRB. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, it, ladies and gentlemen, to the Comic Boogies podcast. We are brought to you by Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California, like we are every single week. Uh, please subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels. Uh, you can just search the Comic Boogies to watch all of our videos, our shorts, and live streams every single week. Uh, follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at the Comic Bookies. Email us anytime you'd like, thecomicbookies at gmail.com. Um, follow uh, us at TCBMike87, at SPowers9, and at Harleen underscore HD. So, uh, fellas, my underwear is soaked because I'm in this hot-ass uh, garage, but let's keep trucking, you know? <laughs> let's let's keep it going with the comic books. A very bad visual, bro. Terrible yeah. visual. Well, I'm Is it that hot can't. over there? It's humid, huh? No, bro, it was like 103 when I pulled off the freeway, so the garage has been closed the whole day. I've, I mean, I tried to open it up to air it out, but then once it closes, it's it's like, you know, uh, down. swamp thing, you know? <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, what's up? You just missed sports, but, uh, you is know. Is that my boy, Okay, so let's get into some comic books, fellas. So uh, two weeks ago. Uh, it was the last time we talked comic books and Sean, me and Sean, like we hardly talked about like the stuff that we read. It was mostly like with Jack and his, you know, yeah, nightlife yeah, noir. So, talk. you know, I have like this from like the last two weeks 
And I have another 11 that we can talk about this week. So let's get into the books that's coming out this week. So here's here's a nice visual and not my soaked underwear. But here's here's a visual that you'd like to see. Uh, So Detective Comics 1040 Action Comics 1033 Wonder Woman 776 Strange Adventures 11 Infinite Frontier 3 and this new one Superman Son of Kal-El number one. That was DC, by the way, Uh, over on the Marvel side, Amazing Spider-Man 71 Daredevil. Devil 32, Wolverine 14, Fantastic Four 34, and Eternals 6. Image gives us Department of Truth 11, Spawn 320, The Scumbag is back for issue 9, Vinyl 2, and That Texas Blood 8. Boom Studios, Berserker number 4, Something is Killing the Children 18. I don't know if that's the last ever issue. Could be wrong. Somewhere around there. Firefly 31. And AWA gives us two this week. Resistance Uprising 4. And I believe the final issue of Chariot number 5. Fellas, let's start it. TCB discussion. Let's keep it quick, though, even though it's been two weeks. What are you excited for that came out today? What did you like over the last couple weeks? Let's give a top couple of comic books that you guys liked. I loved Bond, dude. I loved Bond. A lot of action, bro. It was a very movie feel. This guy's dead. Blowfield is dead. And no, sure enough, he's not, bro. It's like, dude, you almost can't end it. You got to keep it going. So it was awesome, bro. I loved it. All the action, like I said, man, it was very movie-like. So very good, man. Yeah, it was good, dude. I know we had some questions on how good it was going to be. But for a short series, miniseries, I liked it a lot. Yeah, and then it's cool, too, to see at the very end that said, oh, coming back in October. So you know that, you know, in a few short months that we're going to have another series. Um, Stop Chasing Your Dreams. Thank you so much for joining us, joining the show, joining the chat. He says Beta Ray Bill is the shit. Now, me and Sean, excuse me, we know Beta Ray Bill from the one of the Thor. arcs in Thor. Uh, Stop Chasing Your Dreams. Is that story kind of uh, continue from what we where we saw him in Thor? Like, where does that story start? Uh, to let us know in the chat. But uh, Mark, what did you like for the last couple of weeks? Oh, man, I've had so much stuff. Uh, I'm probably going to go back to last week. I actually going to finally give The Flash a little bit of love. I did as much as I've kind of been up and down on The Flash. I'm glad that I have stuck with the story. I'm glad that I have stuck with the character. And here we get, you know, kind of a, a story. Bring us more back down to Earth. We're not so trapped in the multiverse and whatnot. So I I, 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 I really like what what's his name mike you're like you mentioned it um the character or the, the wally new flash west. no it wally wasn't wally. mike said it in pre-production rory oh oh yeah yeah mick rory um heat wave yep oh that's heat, heat wave. wave yeah oh yeah that's right. that's right that's yep, right yep, that's yep. right he got all pissed off yeah, yeah okay sorry sorry yeah mm-hmm. that's wally west yeah, yeah yeah the one that gets the job yeah but the story, dude, I, I really, really like the way it kind of transitioned back to like kind of more a real life, uh, you know, vision or whatever the hell. But, uh, you know, I'm excited for what comes next with Heat Wave. I think there was a little bit of Heat Wave when we first started this um, this podcast. I believe that character was like in Williamson's Flash. Joshua yeah, Williamson. He probably, was, he probably was with one of the arcs with the rogues, like, you know, Captain Cole, the Mirror Master. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's cool that he's coming back. I enjoyed that book. Um, Undiscovered Country was all right. I mean, I I mean, you guys really liked it. I mean, I, I really liked it compared to with the last couple issues. Yes. Can you I explain way, why? 
I think the way Mike described it was the best, the way that she was able to outsmart all these heroes. And they were talking about comic books and what heroes are. And she pretty much like, I'm going to tell you the script into what to do. I'm a villain now. You guys are going to basically kill each other. And she kind of just outsmarted them. Yeah, I, I like that, man. That was pretty awesome. I mean, she she didn't think that she would had what it took to to overcome, you know, like this whole this world that they're in is all about creativity and like creating things. So she was like, wait a minute, like when I was little, I used to like read this comic book. Right. Or I, or I used to make it up and stuff. And then yeah, all of a sudden she makes up her character like, oh, I have mind control. Well, you have mind control. And these these characters, they have the incessant um need to like. Uh, be the characters from the comic books so it's like no mind control i can't stop it you know what i'm saying like they have to play out their comic or whatever so when you have a villain that makes them kill all one another it's it's it, that's pretty cool so i thoroughly enjoyed it more than the last couple issues mm-hmm. well the whole arc when they go you know from place to place and uh yeah land to land or whatnot but i think that the land that they're in right now with them trying to get uh, they have to pass by doing like something creative and they're all mixed up he doesn't know what to do um what's his name there's so many people in this damn book um the guy that freaking uh sam keeps freaking asking him about whatever but i what's his name do you know mike no the like he starts off in the beginning um the one that knows like all the history about america isn't that ace the, oh yeah, the, Ace, 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 yeah, Ketan Yama, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. him. So I like how he's all confused, and I think it's like this arc. It kind of seems to me like a lot of arcs are being based around a single individual, and this one's like kind of like his arc, or like back a couple arcs ago, it was um, it was like the main guy that what's his name that has a sister, General Graves or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, it was I, both I, of those, yeah. I feel like every arc, they're kind of uh, just adding in a new character type, but it was all right. It's a lot to take in. I think that the hiatus, I'm still trying to come back from the long hiatus that they had and um, yeah, everything, but it was all right. Dark well, Blood, yeah, go ahead. But, but but you're right about because the last arc was uh, Chang and how he got his you know powers to like you know yeah. unleash those things out of his out of his limbs. So I mean yeah, you're 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 definitely right about that. Go ahead, continue. Sorry. Dark Blood, I know you said it took four and a half minutes for you to read it the story i mean if it wasn't a short miniseries i probably wouldn't have pulled it but to get four or five more of them i think it's kind of cool they kind of drew you in some potential in there Mm -hmm. yeah i mean not horrible um but that one was all right by latoya morgan and walt barna out of boom studios if you guys Mm -hmm. didn't get it it was even uh, an n-bomb in there i was like oh okay Okay. Okay, for today's world. Okay, boom. Twenty twenty one. What'd you guys think about Infinite Frontier, Mark? I know this is a lot to take in. Um, uh, issue number two from last week. What did you think about that one? I mean, there's uh, Infinite Frontier. I don't think I picked it up. Oh no way. I don't think I. I you know what? I think I'm off the IF. I just think it okay. might be too much. Not just that. If we had a different writer on it, I don't know, man. I. I haven't as much as, you know, DC's giving Williamson a lot of love and, you know, he's one of the first writers I started reading when I when we started this podcast and I was reintroduced to this whole comic book world again. But Mm -hmm. uh, nonetheless, I don't know. I'm just not too big on Williamson's writing. Obviously, his flash 
at the beginning was good, kind of transitioned into not as good. And then Batman, Superman, I was pulling that for 12, 13, 14 issues. You know, I had to drop that. Uh, I read that whole Infinite Frontier, the 80 page giant that just came out. And he's like a co-writer, main writer on all the stories. And I mean, I don't know. It's just uh, not trying to throw any shade, but it's uh, it's like uh, everyone has their own style. Right. I just think that he's not really my style at this moment, but uh, he he can progress. He's not bad. He's just, you know, it's actually it's 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 a lot to take in. But uh, but a lot of stuff's happening in Infinite Infinite Frontier, you know, like um, uh, three came out today. Yeah, three. K. I think it's an every other week story. So number two was pretty good. Oh, uh, I know, can't you, do Williamson every other week. Bi- they're back to biweekly. <laughs> you used to. They're back. To, I used to, but they're you back to Flash. Bi- nah, they're back. That's why I said I can't do it again. Yeah. So Rory, um, you know, Black Lantern and such. So he's trying to see his daughter from Dark Side. He's kind of, you know, you have uh, Thomas Wayne Batman appearances. You have um, Captain Adam probably going to blow up the DEO. He's uh, self-destructing, and the last thing he says is Dark Side is. So Dark Side definitely has a hand in all of this. And um, just from the secret files too, you know, you can see what what Director Bones is going is is up to and trying to figure out with all these. It's just all these different questions, and I just you know, it's just one of those things where I always say to myself, I'm not going to get all these tie-ins and stuff, which I, I've been a good boy. I haven't been, but it, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Um, Sean Aliens is good if you agree if you agree with me from last week. I uh, think that Aliens was good, but I think if we're going to go back to last week, I almost feel we have to talk about the new character Moon Knight. Yes, yes, that's right. I really, really liked it, to be honest. And it, no, yeah. don't say really, really. You're giving I, did, I did like it from the standpoint of Sean it's did. a new character. I definitely liked, I guess, kind of the interaction. That no, hold on. <laughs> I, it could have been, been anything. You know, I think it was more so I liked the interaction between uh, Mr. Mark Spector and I guess his you know, friend, psychiatrist. I, I forgot what her name was. But it was just like... He's pretty much kind of just explaining how he is, why he is the way he is to a degree. And I seen how Mark was mentioning all these damn monsters. I think Mike may have said that all the different monsters he's fighting and even alluded to one of the monsters being one of the Spider-Man's foes. So, you know, he has a couple little mm-hmm. references. Vermin or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah so and then, I think it's more just like there's a little potential there. So it's definitely worth getting. I mean, well, he's like a well, little... Welcome to the Midnight Mansion. My name is Mr. Knight. How can I help you? Yeah, so it's right. like he goes it's like off. His, it's yeah. like his mission. It's a more like a religion thing, you know. It's, it's like all he's religion with him. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it kind of feels like an Assassin's Creed to where it's like it's a creed. You know, he has it does this by the book and everything. And then you know when he when he involves the church, I, I get a little uh, daredevil feeling to it. You know, like daredevil's always. I'm you know, just going, trying to. I'm trying to like. I think I want to get deeper into the aspect of how he's died twice. I mean, you've seen the picture yeah, of yeah. how he dies. I kind of want them to, I guess, open that up a little bit more and say, okay, he died. Like, how did he, you know, I guess I want to see the image of how do he kind of just turn into what he's turned into, came back to life, however mm-hmm. that went about and stuff. So I didn't think yeah. it opened that up a little bit, but not. Nah, it is cool. I like it. Boom Studios has given us some good books. Uh, two weeks ago, Seven Secrets is a good book. Um, we're going to be closing out an arc pretty soon, and there's going to be a uh, mole or a rat within their ranks. Uh, that's going to be interesting to see who that is. Um, it's a but, five five. What's that? I was going to say before we move on, shame on Marvel for giving me a bad moon night. This has never oh, happened to me. 
the middle just like came no apart way. as I I just like I was reading it and I just flipped the page and it just so much for a 9.0. Damn. Yeah. So much Damn. for the first for the first printing 9.0, right? But I always think right there, I mean, that could be that one in 20 years that Moon Knight number 1 could be Oh, Jed McKay, it sets something super. off. The Kenoshi, yeah, know, the right? Kenoshi star, whatever they called them. <laughs> you know what's funny, bro? And I am not just saying it now. When I did flip the page on one of my middle pages, it felt hella different. I mean, it didn't come apart, but it felt hella different. So that's hella funny. I'm not funny, but that's oh, crazy yeah. that yours kind of came out like that. Yeah, yours was yours was just one little, a little bit, one more horsepower away. Uh, Eve is good. <laughs> Even though it's a five-issue miniseries, I like that. Apparently, according to Alex, it's going to be a show as well. Um, Moths is pretty good. The, the eight, two AWA ones that I'm reading right now, Moths is, is good. It's a good side story. Uh, she kind of um, – figure out like a she kind of figures out like a mystery she she gets into the feelings um of one of these guys and, and kind of unveils that she's the one who killed um another girl's brother it was kind of like a mystery kind, of, kind of like a, an episode of law and order um but garth ennis on this marjorie finnegan temporal criminal man this guy you guys missed this one this one's really good story so far uh it's like punisher max like language and violence and stuff what meets like just a different story Really, really good. I can't really pinpoint what was my favorite. I mean, I don't know. Um, super, the Supergirl, uh, Woman of Tomorrow. It's definitely different, but I dig it. Definitely dig Tom King, man. It, this is definitely not a Batman run. This is taking me longer than like any other book that I'm reading right now to to read. So it's definitely a different pace for him. So, um, but yeah. And as far as what I'm excited for this week, obviously Strange Adventures. It's been a while. Uh, the last issue, if I can remember, it was pretty much um, he it, like, everything was unveiled. Everything was unveiled to um, his wife. Um, that he pretty much set everything up that he's like the bad guy in this story. It seems like, so he's got some explaining to do. Black so, label. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm interested in that. Of course, department of truth is always good scumbag. I'm sure Mark agrees better come with some fire this week. Yes. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely uh, excited for what's to come this week. Scumbag right here. Definitely needs to bring it. Been a little bit slow. Berserker, I think I like it a little bit more than you, Mike. Um, how about that made in Korea, though? I was just going to say how e- I was saving that, Sean. This is Berserker Ooh. by Keanu Reeves, actually, for everybody out there. If you guys don't know, Keanu Reeves does try to get into the into the comic book business, comic book world, along with Matt Kent, uh, writer watch. of your case. Uh, yeah. pretty good. Watch this one. Watch this issue is going to be fire. Watch. It's going to be one of those ones where it's like, I'm going to drop it. And then this one's going to be absolute fire. Watch. <laughs> That's going to keep me engaged. Did you drop it's going to be like, hell, hell. No, 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 I didn't drop it. Okay. I told you that I, I give it a, like the first arc of like maybe six issues. But watch this one's going to like bring me, suck me right back in. Watch. <laughs> I'm glad Chariot is ending. AWA, uh, not Brian Edward Hill. Um, God, uh, you know, God bless you, but not my favorite, but also not the worst that I've read. I'm, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm just we got to be a little bit more critical on the comic bookie podcast. Sometimes I feel like because we give love, but we also got to, you know, give our honest opinion. Captain America, the United States of it. I pulled it um, kind of enjoyed the first one. It's like a four issue series. So I said 
um, whatever. Sean, if you want to give your opinion real quick on Sinister War, I think you liked it more than I did. Are you going to pull it? I'm not. Uh, kind of confusing. I'm but definitely going to pull it. Oh, yeah, I definitely pull it for sure. I, I mean, thought it was cool. It's my only Spider-Man films. story. You have a, you know, uh, Miles Morales, so I think you, know, you found the one that you kind of like. This is my first Spider-Man story, and it has all, you know, the original villains, so no, it's definitely worth pulling. Doc Ock. This one is one, speaking of dropping, thinking about if this one, which is funny because I noticed today on the shelves at Treasure Island Comics, the sponsor of this podcast, I noticed on the shelves that he did not have the new this week, that Texas blood. And I asked him what's going on with that. And he said it doesn't sell. I was like, that's funny that you say that, because uh, I don't think that the whole um, the whole, you know, you know, name of the book, that Texas blood and the way that the first couple issues, the first arc started off with to what it is now after the long hiatus, kind of like a undiscovered country to me coming off the long hiatus and getting into like a whole different part of the story. But this isn't Snyder. And, uh, you know, I think that I, I it's I, I can't give this one as much leadway. So if this one isn't that good this week? I got let you guys know on episode 122 in two weeks if uh, I dropped it or not. But uh, uh, yeah. yeah, Mike. Uh, yeah. So t- two more things before we move on to the news. Uh, this is if you haven't seen our shorts and our YouTube videos. This is the uh, hand painted one of a kind variant copy of Parallel that we won on Instagram from Jason Douglas. Pretty sweet. There's the uh, certificate of authenticity as well. So this is sitting up in the Batcave as we speak. It's not going anywhere. We love it. Uh, Again, thank you so much to Jason Douglas and SourcePoint Press. And two, we have a question. Uh, Joe, he's a comic book newbie, but I've been watching the DC Universe on HBO Max, and I got to say that John Constantine animation was pretty dope. I have heard about that one. That's like one of like the only rated R animated movies from John Con- it's like a Hellblazer one. How should a noob start digging into his series? I would definitely say I will text you or message you tomorrow, but it's definitely like a Hellblazer. Uh, I forgot who the writer was, but definitely you can start somewhere maybe in the 80s or 90s, but um, I can even email Alex on, you know, what you should write. I'm, I mean, read. I got a three-issue um, DC Black Label story a couple months ago it was hellblazer rise and fall that was pretty good it was one of like the huge pristine uh issues like one of those bigger books you have to get like a special bag and board that three issue uh mini series is pretty good but i would let you know joseph so let's uh, get into it let's do uh, some news so i have a few um uh Hold quick on, hitters uh, real quick, we didn't even mention how we're looking forward to Detective. This is a pretty yeah, damn... well, Detective. I think Detective and Action Comics that they, they, they go without saying. They, you don't have to say, but this is a pretty cool variant that I got. He locks himself up at the end, so that's, uh, cool. that's think, dope. Yeah, I thought it was pretty dope. I, I don't even know. I was uh, Mora, or I don't know if that's more on. Or it's probably not more on the cover. I didn't even look into it. I just said, damn, that's dope. Liked it way it, better than the first more, one. So is it more? Is it Maury who's on the cover? No, oh, it's not M O R E Y. Or oh, not on the cover. Oh, on the cover. Let me look it up. Yeah, who does the cover I'll, art? I'll of that? let you know. Okay. Um, I'm also looking forward to. I forgot the uh, Tom Taylor is now doing the new Superman story. We no longer have a Superman title. It's a uh, Superman Son of Kal El. So it's gonna be interesting on how they uh, shipped over to Jonathan Kent being Superman and not. Uh, 
Oh, look at that artwork. Look at that. Look at that suit. Look at that, <laughs> look at that I knew Nightfall it. suit. Oh, my God. I so sexy. It. That's what I also forgot to mention. Joker, the artwork in the, jo- in, in the Joker number five was absolutely amazing. I felt like I was reading like the Long Halloween or, you know, Nightfall, something from the, the that 80s Joker or 90s. That Joker was awesome. It's definitely Beautiful. been one of my favorites. It's really sure. good. And, and and Mark's right, too. It's it's a uh, uh, it's a uh, Gordon story without telling us it's a Gordon story, you know. It's completely about uh, Jim Gordon, but, you know, if they call it the Joker. So I think that's how they're going to prolong this series is that Joker's going to be in the background or whatever. They're going to call it the Joker, but they're going to make it maybe about other people. So, yeah, uh, so let's do it's it great right now, actually. Yeah. So let's get some entertainment news. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania starts filming. Uh, they released that picture, that ugly ass little bunny rabbit, which is pretty funny uh, to kick off the uh, filming. Uh, Pokemon, a live action series is in development at Netflix. Uh, hello. Like I definitely watched the show. I didn't have a lot of the Pokemon cards, but you know what? I would add it to my queue on Netflix to watch it at to, some yeah. point before I'm 40. Uh, Dexter new blood has a first trailer and it starts, um, uh, on, sh- I think it's star showtime, uh, on November 7th. It has a release date. So hopefully YouTube TV has a free preview of that <laughs> once, uh, you know, once Dexter comes out or Sean, me and you are going to be spending a little bit extra to watch, the new Dexter series. Uh, Leslie Grace. I forgot to write down where else she's from, but Leslie Grace is in as Barbara Gordon Batgirl for her uh, for her movie. So that's pretty cool. They actually casted her. Uh, Victoria Cartagena uh, from Gotham. She was uh, Renee Montoya in Gotham. She has been cast for the same character in Batwoman. They're not going to they're not going to reference Gotham at all, but the same gal who played Renee Montoya nice. in Gotham is now playing her in Batwoman. Yep, I'm currently yep. in like May as far as all my shows are concerned. So I'm catching up week by week. I'm starting to catch up and uh, it's breaking news as of yesterday and then developing as of today. But uh, Bob Odenkirk, AKA Saul Goodman yes. from better call Saul and you know, uh, breaking bad. He was hospitalized uh, after collapsing on set of Better Call Saul. My wife just sent me an article. It was a heart-related uh, yep. issue, so I don't know if it was a you know a little palpitations or a myocardial infarction, aka a heart attack. So uh, Godspeed and you know uh, recovery to him, definitely. Um, and then finally, I don't know if you guys have any quick hitters before we get into Loki. I got two quick hitters. Go ahead, Sean. If you don't mind, sir, uh, there is actually another Predator movie coming out, and they have already—they've already given the theme it is going to be an origin story, which I actually kind of like. See what the name see. of it is called? I didn't see the name. What is it? It's called Skull. That's what Ooh, I saw. I, I like saw the, it. Yeah, I saw that. What else? And the second one that I see, I have it right here. Ba ba ba, is Michael B. Jordan is working on a black Superman project that will be on HBO max. I saw that. That's pretty awesome. You know, it was, it it was like one of those things where you see all the Twitter, uh, talk about how they casted, uh, I forgot. It's the two sisters, the ones that Beyonce, uh, founded. Um, one of them's going to be Ariel in the live action, little mermaid. And they're like, Oh, why did she have to be black? I was like, you do realize that that's like based off of a story that you don't even know that Ariel's white and redheaded. Like that's mm-hmm. just how they made the cartoon. So stop freaking complaining and you know, like stop, 
You know, like if it's going to be if, if she's a good actress and, and the performance is great, like shut the hell up. Like I, I hate seeing those comments. It's like if it's a good story, who the hell cares? But what color pink polka dot black, white, brown, yellow? Who gives a shit? You know, if the story's good, if the acting's great, who gives a rat's ass? Are they going like to put like are they going to make her hair red? I don't know if they're going to make her hair red. I, I don't know if they have because I'm because they announced her as little as Ariel. Like right when COVID hit, so I'm not even sure if they're even filming. But I mean, if they put some what of a, a of a wig on her, I, I don't I don't think they would. Yeah. I don't think I don't think they would try to make it like too make her look too much like the cartoonish you know Ariel mm-hmm. right. So I don't know. But uh, Sean, continue please. Sorry, I kind of got off my on my soapbox. No, no, there. those <laughs> are those are just only two the two uh, you know new shows and movies between the Black Superman project and of course. Uh, the new Predator movie. So not two quick little hitters. Yeah. So and then uh, what? We have Suicide Squad coming up. We got we do jungle, a lot of good jungle, reviews. The, and the Jungle Cruise is out this weekend. So if you yes. guys want to pay the thirty bucks to get Jungle Cruise or go to the theaters, definitely check that out. Um, I, I heard Suicide Squad is just like, dude, just go there and, and, and have fun. Don't expect anything. Don't get too attached to the, a lot of these characters because there's going to be a shit ton of deaths uh, uh, f- from these characters. So I, well, the early reviews, bro, I'm seeing. I mean, I know we don't like Rotten Tomatoes, and it's actually not from Rotten Tomatoes, but I like I'm seeing that it's actually like it's going to be pretty freaking good, actually. So anything uh, was better than the first one. We can agree with that. I, but, I would nah. think so. Yeah, it, I like the hype, man. And it's James Gunn. He turned he turned the Guardians of the Galaxy into some people's one of their favorite MCU movies. A lot of people are going to say that that that, you know Guardians of the Galaxy one was on their Mount Rushmore of all these twenty something movies. You know, Uh, Squiggles. Thank you for uh, joining us in the chat. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Please subscribe to YouTube page, YouTube and Twitch pages. Thank you, Uh, Joe. Yes, Titan season three coming soon. I we did not mention it, but me and Sean love that series. It's it's like I just started it recently, bro. It's hella good. I like it. Oh, did you you're not caught up yet? Oh, caught up, bro. I mean, dude, behind the movies and shows I watch while I'm working. I mean, I'm finishing <laughs> season one right now. I mean, give me time. Keep that under wraps. Keep that under wraps. Okay. I know, right? You don't want anybody hey, listening right hey, now. I, I work better that way, though. My boss knows that. <laughs> there you go. As long as you get that work done. But yes, uh, Joe Titans love that show. I mean, just that first episode with uh, w- with Robin, you know, dragging the guy's face along the brick the and then breaking oh. the car window and dragging it along that broken glass. Just oh my god, the violence and the cussing and everything. It just that makes was- it like. It's just it's for us, you know, it's that for was us. the first episode. Yes. That was season first one. Episode, bro. First, first episode, season episode, one, like first 15 bro. minutes. I remember first 15 show, minutes, I I'm like, that. damn, OK. And now it's starting season three. Season three. And we're going to get episodes for season. And the Joker's uh, in it. Ten. I might have to Sean? hop on with Sean. Ten. How many season or how many episodes? Oh, it's, it's like 10 to 12. I think it's like 10. Yeah, yeah it's 10. Not, it's not a lot. It's like Lions. It's like my yeah, shows. Uh, the new season has the Joker. Yeah, well, it has to have the Joker, yes, because uh, uh, Jason Todd is going from being Robin to Red Hood. So within the first couple episodes, I'm guessing he has to go to the JT carnival, get killed, back. and then somehow become uh, Red Hood. Uh, Sean Barber Gordon's in it also, but she's in the wheelchair ready. So this is po- this is post killing joke when Barbara gets shot and paralyzed. She's already in the wheelchair. So who knows if she becomes Oracle at that point. So it's going to be really interesting to see uh, that dynamic and where they go with it. Um, so finally, here we go. Sean, Loki, 
Let's do it. Loki season finale. That's last two episodes when they're in like the void and everything. Those last two episodes made that show as far as the first three is concerned. It made me it made it jump uh, Falcon Winter Soldier and it was right under WandaVision. I would still put WandaVision right above that, but Loki right under. Yeah, uh, that order definitely. I think obviously, you know, Winter Soldier, Falcon, we know that was going to be the whole action. You know, the story what kind of was what it was. Uh, WandaVision was super, super awesome. But the minute that Loki and we seen Kang and the Conqueror, it's like, okay, this kind of kind of jumped up a little bit. So, mm-hmm. no, yeah. awesome, bro. Awesome, bro. Yeah. And I mean, the, it, it's the doors cool. are open. Yeah. And it's cool that that, you know, if you're a novice, you didn't know who that was at first. But then walking through the building, it's all the greens and the purples. I was like, oh, here it is. He's already going to be here. You know, that's him. And then all of a sudden, he's like, he goes, I've been called many things. I've been called this. I've been called a conqueror, you know. Um, Cheeto Cheeto Dustboy, thank you so much for jumping in the chat with us. He is asking, are you already talk about uh, Moon Knight coming out on Disney Plus? We have not talked about it this week, but um, yes, we know that Moon Knight is becoming. So that's probably one of the reasons why we should probably keep that series. Mark, you should probably get another copy of Moon Knight number one. Yeah, another copy, bro. Telling you, bro. uh, Yeah. I get a oh he has them there at Treasure Island Commons, but I actually have a tidbit for after you guys talk about Loki on the new uh, Moon Knight series yeah. coming out for Marvel. So yes. go ahead. Okay, yeah, but we know that uh, what's his name Poe? I forgot his name, but Poe Dameron from uh, the Star Wars, the new Star Wars movies. We know that he's playing Moon Knight. Um, Who? Yeah. Uh, uh, his his name in the, I forgot his name. I, got, uh, I, I think he's Latin American, and his well, name uh, in Star Wars yeah, is yeah, Poe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the main guy the, the main guy who uh, meets what's his name um oh my god i can't uh, believe i'm blanking on this oh i'm poe actor i got it right here it is ba, 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 oscar isaac yes it is he's a uh the fire he's yes. poe demron demron yes yeah, yeah, yeah. oscar isaac mm-hmm. is playing moon knight yes yeah, yeah exactly he's yeah yeah cheeto dust boy says oscar something well, um, since we're on that topic anyway, go real, ahead, like go quick, ahead. we'll go ahead. Yeah, yeah, we'll go ahead. If you already say who's going to be playing Moon Knight, then I got to let you know who's going to be playing <laughs> Anton Morgan, a.k.a. Midnight Man, the villain in the series. So, so they got the actor at the end of issue one. That's who we see at the end of issue. Oh, no, uh-huh. no, wait, no, 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 that, that, that was no, it isn't. It isn't. It's 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 that was that was that was the black dude, the doctor. Yeah, what's it? What does he call himself again? He calls himself. I don't think he said Midnight Man. Hunter's Moon. Hunter's Moon. Yes. So anyway, go ahead. Sorry, so go maybe ahead. I should get a number one again. Um, <laughs> my ripped one. But no, it's uh right here. We got. It's gonna be a French actor, Gaspard Ulio, um, from Hannibal Rising, Twice Upon a Time, and he'll okay. uh, be playing Mogart, uh, Anton Mogart in the series. Uh. He first appeared. Moon Knight did. In, no, he first appeared. Oh, he first appears in his own series, Moon Knight, in 1981, Midnight or Moon mm-hmm. Knight Three, uh, where the costume connoisseur and thief strikes around midnight. So I've seen uh, this guy before. Yeah, he's the lead actor in the movie. I've seen him before. That yeah. might have that might have to be one of these Marvel shows that I hop on for now. Now that I got number one, it's not, one of them. I'm telling Jesus, you, you know, you know how many movies and TV shows are going to come out before Moon Knight? How I got Christ, to convince Mark. my wife to get or she'll probably want it for the damn kid. But um, <laughs> Disney Plus. I mean, I don't watch them. I don't have Disney Plus. I haven't subscribed to it yet. I know you're oh. like, oh, my God. But 
Like, I'm uh, not the uh, whole like Marvel guys like you guys, but hey, that's is, why they're that's, that's, the, why they're that's the name of episode. That's the title of episode 121. Is oh my god, Mark. That's 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 it. I'm already putting it in. I need to lock be. it in. What? Um, yeah, you guys kill me obviously on the streaming game. So, um, so but yeah, Sean, I love to I love to hear you guys banter about it, right? I mean, so um, Sean, so Loki, amazing. I thought that Kang was going to be because it was confirmed that he was going to be Kang the Conqueror in Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. So I thought yes. he was going to make his first appearance there or in uh, maybe Doctor Strange: Multiverse of uh, of Madness. So this now opens that the gates for that you know the the wandavision the the doctor strange now it's like you know you see all those branches uh, you know in the timeline it's like oh there's where the other spider-man come in there's where your fantastic four and your blade and your x-men there's where everything is it just opens up pandora's box and the opportunity to have everything and open up phase four with whatever the hell they want well i've seen a quote that kang is going to be this phase's thanos and when you see like I mean, I'll be honest, I'm not really too familiar with the character. Obviously, you heard of him, but I've never kind of seen him in anything ever before. So yeah. kind of just to see the way he kind of carries himself, which is like that smirk, kind of like the mm-hmm. way he puts the words together and kind of has that. I'm kind of actually the good one of all the variants. You don't want to meet them. And of course, he gets stabbed and he kind of has that. I'll see you soon, a.k.a. good luck. It's like, OK, this this boy going to be something. Yeah. <laughs> Like you thought, like he he explained like what he does and how he controls everything. That's what yes. makes him dangerous. So when you when he says that he's like actually the good one, you should meet my other guys, like the other variants and stuff. So you kill him, and now <laughs> here it comes. And then of course Loki goes back to the uh, to the TVA. He tries to get with Owen Wilson with Maybe Mobius, and he's he like, is. "Hey, that we have to changed. do this." He goes, well, "What you? department are you from? Like, who are you? What, uh, like, let's do this or whatever." Has no idea who he is. Then you see the statue is now. It's not the timekeepers. It's now uh, Kang. <laughs> so, oh my god, it's already set in motion. And then of course, cool that the the end credit scene is you know Loki will return in season two. Yeah. So that's that's pretty pretty cool. Um, and uh, Joe Renslayer about to be the bottom. Ch- I mean, dude. I mean, you, who knows where she went? Where did Renslayer go? You know, dude. Like Disney Plus is tell so us, much worth Sean, it. Tell us. Oh, that's that's the question. Where'd she go? Yeah, where'd she go? I don't <laughs> yeah. know. So Cheeto Dustboy says Disney Plus is kind of worth it, just like based off of the Star Wars stuff, Mandalorian, Clone Wars, oh. Rebels, the the new Agreed, Bad Batch brother. series. I'm on like, uh, just just on that. I'm on Clone Wars right now, like season three or four. Oh, bro, short little twenty two minute episodes. Oh, dude. Facts, nice, man. nice. nice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, tons of stuff to open up. I think we get uh, for the rest of this year. What do we get? Shang-Chi yes. and the Legend of like the Ten Rings. We get the Eternals. Who knows if that's actually going to be connected Shang- to the MCU? Yeah, I, I don't I don't think it's going to be connected to the MCU from like what I've know, kind of seen but, on that. I've kind of kept a close now eye. Now we have Loki and what happened with Kang. Who knows if it is now that we've opened up that opportunity to do that who knows from and the then Eternals, we who is thanos's parents oh god you're putting uh, me on the spot i don't know i know i had to bro we have people on i mean i, 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 I i'm I, actually I, trying to think of who it is because it's so crazy every time i think of the Eternals, i think of who is thanos's parents and uh, yeah. i'm happy we're on live so i can look right now yeah and then um and then we have spider-man as well and then we have a show I think we have something else in 2021 rather than yeah joe says that clone wars and the rebels are better than the movies i mean of course they're better than you know seven eight and nine 
Well, I'll say this, bro, and it's true. Uh, my sister-in-law, Laura, she's watched, like, literally everything. And she describes it best. Clone Wars literally, like, kind of explains everything. Like, it actually goes even further back, I think, than the movies to a degree. It, it, Clone Wars is really good, specifically. Nice. Um, okay, cool. So that takes care of Loki. And anything else? Mark, you had your Moon Knight stuff. Anything else in the entertainment? I mean, We're, like, not, really excited not, about all this Disney stuff. I mean, I um, found out the artist's name, Lee Bermejo. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. That did this oh, beautiful yeah. variant oh, that I, I mentioned that. earlier. He did uh, Batman Damned, you know, with the Batman penis, with the bat, mm. with the bat penis. He did that artwork for that. Uh, the I think was that the first ever DC Black Label story was Batman Damned. Oh no, Lee, Lee Bermejo. I think he's Brazilian. Lee Bermejo, yeah. No, he's not an American comic book writer. Okay. Artist, published, I, sometimes uh, I forget because there's a lot of people in comics who are from different countries. Yeah, there's a lot of Brazilians. Yeah, for sure. There, there was there was one person that we follow from the comic bookies IG page, and he went live, and I went to it, and I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> he's speaking Brazilian Portuguese. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> like, oops. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and X out of that because I don't understand anything. Uh, but gather around the fire, children, because a segment is coming back. It is today. Grandpa, Grandpa, Grandpa Mikey's about to tell you yeah, guys Grandpa a story. Yeah, Grandpa Mikey's sit on, come here and sit on there on Grandpa's lap here, and we're gonna have some comic bookie history back in my day. I tell you what, buddy. <laughs> uh, but here we go. July. Just do 20- it. Just can you do it in the George Bush accent, please? George uh, W. Bush. <laughs> you know, every time I, uh, you know, we do the comic bookie history, uh, you know, uh, I forgot about it. <laughs> you know, I, I just forgot to do it. You know, I just can't believe, you know, uh, I forgot to do it. So here we go. Here we go. Okay. Anyways, uh, 1984. Today, July 28th, 1984, the summer games open up in L.A. The huge, huge nice. uh, uh, games 1984, there. the best year, baby. Yes. So I'm not sweet. giving away my age either. <laughs> Fast forward nine years, we have Ken Griffey Jr. on this day becomes the third player in Major League history to hit a home run in eight straight games. Eight straight games. Crazy. Who's the fourth, Otani? Uh, I don't know, probably. Oh. Um, and then, of course, in 1994, the very next year to the day, baseball players then decide to strike. go on strike on August 12th, uh, so a couple weeks later. Um Going back, uh, now we're in, um, like, you know, the entertainment side. 1951, 70 years old today, is Walt Disney's Alice in Wonderland. So I'm sure wow. all of us have seen it when we were a little kid, but 70 years old, Miss Alice goes to Wonderland. Not and in 1940, this no, has no. nothing to do with comic books and um, sports. But in 1943, during, you know, the middle of World, World War II, uh, President Franklin Delano Roosevelt announces the end of the coffee ration in the United States. So thank you. Thank FDR. God. If, if there was a coffee, coffee ration, lovers. there was a coffee ration in the United States right now, I'd be freaking pissed. And now here's something for the future. On this day in 2061, the 31st predicted perihelion passage of Halley's Comet is supposed to pass on today in 2061 so hopefully the comic bookies podcast will be strong 40 years from now All going right, on guys. year number 42 mike's dench is about to fall out mid-episode yeah here <laughs> we're in a phase 35 40. in uh the mcu and oh there's Haley's comment remember in episode 121 we're in episode 4000 now <laughs> oh man Okay, and then 
to continue, thank God we don't have any uh, notable deaths that happened on this day, but birthdays. Hall of Fame basketball player and Senator Bill Bradley turned 78 today. Uh, Jim Davis, the creator of your comic book strip in your newspapers, Garfield, loves spaghetti. He turned 76 today. Uh, Vita Blue, A's pitcher. Hall, uh, um, ho- hopefully a Hall of Fame, but uh, World Series champ. Uh, I think it's won the Cy Young and MVP in 1971. He turns 72 today. Manu Ginobili, future Hall of Fame basketball player for the San Antonio Spurs, turns 44 today. And here we oh, go. He turns 31 year old, t- 31 years old today. But Soulja Boy, tell him, Mr. Soulja Boy, rapper, turns 31 years old. And that's that thank you, Lay. Hottest rapper thank in the you. game, baby. Just thank you, Lay. And that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> is today in Comic Bookies history. So thank you so much. Uh, but if that's it for sports, comics, and history lesson. That has been episode 121 for the Comic Bookies podcast. It has been a pleasure to go live on YouTube and Twitch. I hope you guys uh, are drinking a little bit with us right now. If you are listening to us when we release the episode on Saturday, please do not be doing this and drinking. But uh, it was a pleasure to come back after two weeks. It felt like a damn near two months, but send us away from 121, fellas. Great episode, guys. Episode 121, super fun. Yeah, bro, missing a week. It feels like a month, but it is good to be back. All the people that joined us, we appreciate you guys so, so much. Uh, keep interacting with us. That's a big part of our episodes week in and week out. And we just, you know, we love it. We appreciate it. Again, congratulations to Mike, your new job. You know, we do the podcast. It's obviously something we love. But there is more to the podcast, you know, our personal lives, just like all of you guys. So, again, just, I think, uh, the appreciation for life and this life change for Mike. Mark, obviously, being back. We're happy he's here. You know, I got a child on the way and it's, you know, it makes me appreciate this podcast that much more. So to cheers, you know, Mike's already drinking, but cheers to many, many, many more episodes and all the great, you know, content that we have between the comic books that we're able to have from our sponsor, a Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California. And of course, all the sports, Team USA, all the way. Just keep kicking ass in the Olympics, baby. Jeez, I thought you were going to start busting a rhyme. I thought I was going to have to start beatboxing for you like right Soulja now, Boy, man. sweaty. Yeah. Oh, I'm sweaty. USA all the way, all day. Let's play. Nah, but in all seriousness, <laughs> uh, glad Olympics are actually running with everything that's uh, been going on all over the world. I hope that everybody can stay safe. I hope that the athletes out there and everybody, per, you know, all the camera crews, you know, networking and all the refs and just all that goes into these games. Hope that you guys stay safe out there in Tokyo. If there's any listeners listening to 121, um, uh, we love you guys. So, yeah, man, glad to be back. Glad to be, you know, talking to my brothers again. Glad to have people show up on live and just interact with us as always guys share it with your mother share it with your brother share it with your sister and your you auntie know, and your auntie uh, at the comic bookies on twitter always and at the comic bookies on instagram for everybody that likes to do it for the gram facebook you can pretty much find us everywhere anywhere podcasts are downloaded and yeah um thank you guys you guys stay safe out there enjoy uh 121 when it comes out enjoy these olympics and uh you already know i'm gonna say it later (laughs) well 
gentlemen, it's been a pleasure to come back with you guys. Uh, thank you so much for all the people who I don't really see in the chat. Hopefully you guys subscribe to YouTube and Twitch and to the podcast as well. Cheeto dust boy, stop chasing your dreams. Of course, yes. Joe, Joe, we love you. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to quote you later and say you like soldier <laughs> boy tell. Uh, but, uh, actually a somber moment to end the podcast. Um, a band that got me into heavy metal and like, like metal, uh, you know, 15 years ago, you know, I listened to Lamb of God, but Slipknot was like one of the, the bands that really got me into that genre of music. Uh, Joey Jordison, the, uh, one of the co-founders of Slipknot, the drummer, uh, he died at 46 years old. My brother was texting us that he had a form of MS. So, you know, not good. His family said that he died peacefully in his sleep. Um, and also Dusty Hill, the bearded bassist with American blues rock band ZZ Top has died either yesterday or today at age 72. And then, Sean, please tell us, what was his name again, who uh, who died today, who <laughs> gave us the famous infomercial, said it and, and forget, forget it. it. Ron Popeye, Popeye, I don't even know how to spell yeah. Popeye, I think, but it, he is a famous said it and forget it guy. Yeah, tell so us how much it. grease was rolling down the chicken. Hey, about <laughs> that much grease that led to over a billion dollars. Wow. Right? Yeah, hey. so, I mean, that's when you because... Back then, there was no, you know, that, that's you ordered stuff on infomercials. There was no Amazon. You just stay at home and watch TV. Oh, honey, look at this thing on TV. F- you said it. I You know, that's what like, when, when was that? The 80s? You know, no, that was the 90s, 90s and 2000s. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, so when you want to say in Hollywood or in music or TV or whatever, you want to say, you know, deaths come in threes. Hell, that took less than 24 hours to, to do. So hopefully no, no other ones. But thank you so much for joining us for 121. For Sean, for Mark, this is Mike. We will see you, like we to- mentioned earlier in the podcast, we will see you in two weeks for episode 122. So as I always say, enjoy the sports, enjoy the comics, and enjoy each other. I'm going to quote uh, Joe in the chat. You. Peace. Peace. And always enjoy each other. Because it don't matter if you're in your 40s like Mr. Slipknot. You don't matter if you the guy clicking the chicken or if he was easy top band member, man, at 70 years old. Um, you know, you got to cherish life every day and cherish your loved ones and uh, everybody in the world. So thank you, guys, TCB fans globally in America. We love you. Peace.